Hey everybody, this is Sophie, and welcome to episode 68 of the Big Boo Cast. This is really just a special Christmassy edition with one of our favorite people, Travis Cottrell. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that we used to call Travis Fry Daddy. He's still kind of Fry Daddy to us, truth be told. And so it was a real treat for us to be able to talk to him today. So Melanie and I are going to talk a little bit about just some random things, and then Travis is going to join us. And we hope y'all enjoy it. Thanks so much for being such faithful, supportive listeners all year long. We hope y'all have a wonderful Merry Christmas with the people you love most. Thanks for being here. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We just realized that Melanie, even though she has had a fancy microphone, all this time, it has not been actually recording via the fancy microphone. No, it's all of a sudden Skype came on and said, I see you have a blue snowball microphone. Would you like that to be your Skype audio recording? And I was like, yes. And then you said I sounded better. I mean, you've never sounded better. Wow. Wow. Well, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Skype helped me when I could not help myself. Well, you know, it was there was always like a lot of a, a lot of background noise. I felt like there've been a couple of times when people had asked me like if I was filing my nails during a podcast, which oh, no, okay. I have never filed my nails during a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um but I think maybe we've we've happened upon like a whole new dimension of clarity. I had no idea. I said it's like Skype and I have never known each other at all until now. Yes. Okay. I just got a message from our from our special guest. Yes. Who was running slightly behind, and I'm going to just say it is no big deal. No. No pressure. <laughs> okay. Which which no reminds rush. me. Um, yeah. So we were just talking we, about when you text people and say like no pressure or no rush. Yes. Right? Because I love to make sure people understand no rush, no hurries, no worries. Like yes. It's all breezy on my side. I and, agree. And David says that sometimes when I say that to people, what I'm communicating to them is, I don't want you to do this. I don't really, you know, I would rather you not participate. And it's not that at all. I just really want people to know I'm really super low maintenance and not at all pressuring anybody to participate in anything. Yes. And see, my thing is I've determined that it's a personality type as to how you take that. Because to me, if somebody texts me, no worries, no rush, no pressure, I'm like, whoo, you know, like, <laughs> yes. I, I take it in the spirit in which I feel it's intended. I never take it as like, I just don't care if you're here or not. I take it as like, whoo, good, no pressure. Do you, do you feel like you're, a, do you extend the no pressure, no worries? Oh, for sure, because I always want people to extend the no pressure to me. But this leads into Gully and I had this whole conversation. I think it was just yesterday where we she said, and I'm going to see if you think this is true, okay. that that the that the tone of a text is determined by the receiver. Like that's mm -hmm. on you. If you deter, if you have mm -hmm. a certain, if you get a certain vibe from a text or whatever, that that's you putting that vibe that may not necessarily be there, that it says more about the receiver than it does the sender. I would agree with that. Okay. I thought that I did too. I'd never thought about it, but I think it's true. 
Yeah, because I think most people don't necessarily consider tone a lot when they text. Okay, you take, for example, when somebody texts you just the letter K. Yes, I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. Give me, I, I need at least an O. Give me at least like, an O. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think K is like, K feels passive aggressive to me. I'll tell you the other one that feels passive aggressive to me is THX. Thanks. Oh, not even, not even thanks. Just thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't get, I need a vowel. If mm -hmm. you're going to, I need a vowel. So it feels, I don't like K and I don't like thanks. Yeah, I would agree. But see, that's on us because I don't think when somebody texts, like when they when they if they've just put K, I don't think they're really trying to be dismissive. I think they're trying to be efficient. Yes, I agree. And I think it's also an age thing. You know, don't you think it's a generation thing? Yeah, because Alex Hudson just sent me a text that says K. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? He's listening to me. Uh-huh. K. But that's the whole... I, I think it's that whole because, okay, so because I had a thing, what led us into this discussion this past weekend is I had somebody who I was supposed to do something for and they texted me and said, hey, did you remember whatever? And I texted back. Oh, I totally forgot exclamation point. I'll do it as soon as I'm not home right now. Exclamation point. I'll do it as soon as I get home, mm -hmm. which what I was saying in my mind is because I think text without I always I'm a big exclamation pointer in my text because what I want to say is, oh, I totally forgot. <laughs> I'll do it as soon as I get home. Yes. And you're talking in this tone the whole time. Yes, mm -hmm. like, I'm, yes. I'm like, I'll do it as soon as I get home. I don't want to be like, I'll do it as soon as I get home, which mm -hmm. is what I feel like a period would indicate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, then that same person texted me this week about something and I said, um, and I said, oh, you reminded me that I need to send this thing out. And that person said, oh, I didn't want to actually ask you outright about it because I didn't want you to exclamation point me again. <gasps> oh, and I was like, I meant nothing by my exclamation point. Oh, it was an innocuous exclamation point. It was so, and I'm like, I, did, I was not aggressively using an exclamation point at you. It was just me trying to convey and gully said she had the same where she texts somebody because we'll text each other like i'll be over in just a little bit and we'll be like okay which exclamation point which is what we mean is okay great okay but this person took it as okay oh that is so interesting see i that, i would really agree with gully there that's on the uh -huh. other person that's what I think. I think that people, because I'm like, no, I think you have to consider the source. And I'm not somebody who really gets mad about a lot of stuff. And I'm pretty easy breezy for the most part. So I thought for you to think that I was, I, I think that you were reading too much into my exclamation points. Well, so, so was it resolved it. in some way? Oh, yeah, it was. T I mean, it was fine. I mean, we kind of laughed, but I, I, I just, I think this is somebody that doesn't know me necessarily that well, but it was like, no, I just use a lot of exclamation points. But see, I think that's also explains why sometimes I over emoji because I feel like sometimes an emoji can convey something hey, you, you know, like a tone. You know, I over emoji because I want to be so clear. I really am smiley face about this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, or I'm going to say this and I'm kind of nervous about it. So teeth emoji. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yes yes so i don't know but um i didn't so, want you to exclamation point me again i am fascinated by that 
I know. Isn't that interesting? And I was like, oh, I was really just trying to say, and I thought my personality is such that if I was really annoyed with you, I probably wouldn't have answered you back. Speaking of passive aggressive, I just wouldn't have answered you back at all. I was going to say though, that's what, that's what I know about you. If you were really ticked off with that person, you would, you would have shut them out for a brief period. Yeah. I'd have been like, I'm not responding to you, but it really was that thing where I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I totally forgot. I'm not home right now. I'll do it as soon as I get home. And that's what I meant. I was just Mm. wanting them to know I felt the urgency of it, but I just didn't happen to be home at the moment. Because I think you, like I am, you're also an over-apologizer. Yes, for Mm -hmm. sure. Because here's the thing. If I've ever hurt your feelings, there's a 99.9% chance it was totally unintentional. Right. Yes. I don't like to go around hurting people's feelings or being Mm -hmm. ugly. I really try not to do it. Mm -hmm. And you're same. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm miserable if I think I've hurt somebody's feelings. Yes, yes. It's that thing of, yeah, I know. So um, I know Gully and I had a thing last night, which was unprecedented, where Perry was going to be, it was kind of last minute, he decided to stay and hunt one more night. And so we were talking and I said, hey, do you want to come over later? I said, I've got a fire, we can have a glass of wine, whatever. And she was like, yeah. And this was like three o'clock yesterday afternoon. She was like, oh, that'll be great. I'll just text you later. And I said, okay. Well, it got to be like 7.30 last night. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, but then she said, she said, are you sure you want me? She said, you may regret later that you aren't just going to have quiet time. And I was like, no, I want you or whatever. Well, it got to be like 730 last night and I hadn't heard from her. So I texted her and I said, are you still coming? And she, with just a question mark, not a question mark and an exclamation point. No emoji. No emoji. I just said, are you still coming over? And she texted back and she had totally forgotten. Yes. She said, I was so excited. And then her guys got home from hunting. And she said, and I started, the laundry was all of a sudden everywhere. And she said, I totally forgot. She said, I can't believe that I totally forgot. But see, I had started to take on that. I was like, maybe I didn't make her feel like I really wanted her over here. Maybe I should have emojied more. Maybe I should have sent a heart and a smiley face emoji saying, can't wait for you to come over and have a glass of wine tonight or whatever. Prayer hands and with prayer hands. Yes. So it was, it was funny, but we laughed, but we said that's a new low that she forgot to come over. I'm going to tell you that that's why I get my Google calendar and our best friends, because I really, from day to day, I am so likely and apt just to not remember what I have committed to. I know. I know because it's just, it's like one little thing derails you and gets you on a different trajectory for the day. I feel like. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that we've, we've concluded in our opinion that the, not that people can't say, send Kurt, maybe a little bit hostile texts, but yes. for the most part, the way you interpret it is on you. I agree. And I think that it's tricky. I think that's what's so hard. Because I mean, I feel like I've had to, like coach Caroline sometimes on text that I'm like, sometimes a tone. Yes. And all that, like, I do think you have to be careful, because people can't just because you're saying it in your head one way, I think you have to think about how it's going to be received, you know, like, so I, I do think it's, it's, that's the difference between like the voice, because voice, you can always convey somebody's tone, their meaning, and text sometimes I think you have to sometimes you can just read too much into it okay well no oh, more, no k's for up. us no k's yep nope. no k's no thanks thanks so, so have you settled into your kitchen I well you know that I have spent mm-hmm. I have bought canisters 
Um, I, it's really, it's so organized. I feel like this kitchen has made me, I told our friend Willie who did our cabinets for us was over here this morning, just tweaking some of the cabinet doors. And I said, I honestly, this kitchen, maybe more than anything else in my life has made me want to be a better person. Yes. Like it's, it's, I feel like it's elevated me to like a grown up mm-hmm. status. Um, I now have a sugar bowl. I have mm-hmm. salt and pe- I have real salt and pepper shakers. Mm-hmm. for the first time after like 20, we broke them like our first six months of marriage, the ones we had registered for. So um, I feel really good about it. But as you know, but everybody else doesn't know, my coffee bar idea did not pan out. Right, right. So it it's did okay. Not, it's okay. Well, listen, we all have profound disappointments in our life. That's right. This is, this is one of mine, but it's okay because I've still, I've got the Keurig is on the countertop. Perry and I've had a lengthy discussion about where the spoon needs to go after you use your coffee. And I have made the cabinet above it has an assortment of our favorite mugs. And then our sugar bowl, our various, Perry's been putting coconut oil in his coffee every morning. So it's got our coconut oil, cinnamon, all of our coffee condiments are all together. So that Mm -hmm. feels good to me. I feel good about it. I think that it's accessible I was mainly worried about you pouring the water into the the container, but then you explained that y'all pop the container off, which we, we don't do. But yeah, yeah, I feel and good the, about it. Well, and the problem was is the Keurig, it, it fits, it fit in that space, but you could not, you know how you have to lift the thing up to put the K-cup in and then mm-hmm. pour it down. So, you know, if, if there's ever a day we move to another coffee making system, then maybe it could work. But for now... That's it's okay. I can I can do without. I think I boldly proclaimed maybe back at the beginning of this past summer that we were going to move back to an old fashioned coffee pot. Do you remember? You did, that? yeah. Yes, because you were somewhere and you had we like were at you the beach and and, it. and made coffee and it was delicious. Came home, mm-hmm. got a coffee pot, made it two days, and took that sucker back. Because you did, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the thing was, it was kind of like. Yeah, it was good. We were at the beach and, you know, kind of on the same schedule. But David made a pot of coffee before when he left for work. Mm-hmm. And he usually is out the door, you know, before I'm ready for my first cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And it was that kind of thing where it tasted kind of old. And then I had to make a pot. Well, do I make a half a pot? Do I make four cups? It was just trouble. It was like, you know what? Yeah. There's a reason why there are other more convenient systems right now. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, that's, I mean, cause for Perry and I, we're both, well, sometimes he'll have two cups of coffee. I'm one cup of coffee is all I have in the morning. So, but we're same. He gets up at six. So by the time I'm ready for my coffee, which is usually after I get Caroline off to school, like at that point, I don't want a three hour old cup of coffee. No, no. So, it, you so know, we didn't, so. we ended up not. So when I was cleaning out cabinets over the weekend, I like I got rid of we had a coffee bean grinder I got rid of it I I just all the paraphernalia for the old kind of coffee maker I just yeah done yeah I know the only thing I kept our we have like a little French press like a little Bowdoin French press and I kept that because we have had like two different times the power has gone out and we've still been able to do our coffee oh that's a good point but Mm -hmm. we don't have one of Mm -hmm. those so it wouldn't matter Okay. Well, so it's a moot point. So, but yeah, it's I don't think point. the old fashioned, it's a moot point. Um, oh, somebody's knocking oh, on my. Who is it? It's like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> it's our special visitor. Hold on one second. Okay. Hold on.
Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, I'm back. It was UPS. It was the UPS. Yes. <laughs> but it really was kind of like Mr. Rock. It was like John, Mr. <laughs> Mr. McFeely. It's Mr. McFeely. <laughs> it's Mr. McFeely. I, I was so tickled. I Listen, the UPS people, they brought me today, brought me a rug pad. I've got to put under, we got a new rug in the den and I've got to put that under there. I feel like I've ordered a lot of things lately that have nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah, but they don't need to know that. They don't this need is to. a good time. You're, you aren't getting the UPS man judgment That's over your purchases. Right. That's right. Oh, that is so funny. Now, that was my cabinet hardware just came. Oh, good. Yay. I know. I'm so happy. I know. I'm so happy. But I got tickled because I was lifting it. He dropped it on the porch and I lifted it. And I was, I don't know what I was expecting, but that sucker weighs like 80 pounds. Well, I was going to say, knowing what you got, I bet it's heavy. I just nearly threw my bucket back out trying to get my hardware off the front porch. Oh, okay. Special delivery. Special delivery. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the song. What was the song? Oh, the Won't You Be Mine, Won't You Be Mine, Won't You Be My Neighbor. The oh, mm-hmm. it's for Mr. the theme song for Mr. Rogers? Yeah, was that it? It's a beautiful day in the, the neighborhood. A beautiful a day for a neighbor. <laughs> Would you be mine? Mm-hmm. Could you? I've always wanted to have a neighbor just, just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood. <laughs> live in a neighborhood. Well, so, so let's make the most of this beautiful day since we're together. Yeah. We're, say we, I remember that. We remember it. Yeah. Which you mean? I know. We do. We remember it. That falls into that thing of I don't know where my car keys are. <laughs> but I can, by <laughs> gosh, I can remember that Mr. Rogers theme song. I can't tell you where I need to be tomorrow. But yes. I can. <laughs> My friend can't remember to come have wine with me. No, she can't remember an agreement she made two hours before. No, two hours before, but we can sing the Mr. Rogers theme song. Okay, speaking of Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yes. I think we're about to... um... We're about to have a neighbor join us. Oh, we are, we are about to have a... That's not mm-hmm. the UPS man, a special guest. Um, But I need to call our neighbor. Okay. In order to connect our neighbor. Okay. All right. Will you want me to hold, please? Well, I don't... And suddenly, I became like a kindergarten teacher. I need to call <laughs> our neighbor. Boys and girls. Sometimes you have a very special friend. That's right. <laughs> That's right. See, where's my call recorder? It, it's gotten to where it disappears, and it's... I just want to make sure it's still recording. Here we go. Okay. Okay. It is, in fact, still recording... Let me see if our special, our special friend. Yes. Okay. One moment, please. Okay. This is Sophie again. So obviously this would be the part of the podcast where you would expect, since we have a guest, and I just said I was going to call the guest, where you would hear us all say, hey, and we're so happy you're here and all of that to each other. And we did say those things. Unfortunately, when I added Travis to our call, the recorder stopped the recording process, which means that there's about 10 minutes I didn't get. So I realize this is not necessarily the most professional way maybe to edit or conduct a podcast, but that has never really stopped us before in all the other podcasts we've done. So why would today be any different? So you're about to hear 
me tell Travis, hey, guess what? The recorder turned off when I called you. And um, it was good times. It was really good times. All right. I hope you all enjoyed this brief interlude. It was really a very special time for all of us, I trust. Okay, now it's recording everybody. Okay, so we're all back. We're all back. Hello again, hello. (laughs) So so here's what happened. So we added Travis into the call, and it was a very special moment that unfortunately was... called to say hello. (laughs) Was not recorded. I'm determined to replay it. And and so you're doing it off to a good start. (laughs) You really are. And so when I went to, I just checked just to make sure it was it was recording, and it it wasn't. And so there was some banter that was it was really it was it was hysterical. Really, it would have made anybody weep with laughter. You would have loved it. Nobody's ever going to hear it, but it. It was great. It was did. We talked about your kitchen. Your kitchen. I feel like I've remodeled your kitchen. It's when are you going to make me kitchen. some bread in that kitchen? Travis, it's America's kitchen. We're hitting all the high points. Yes, we really are. And then, then we talked about text. We won't try to do that again. And then, so I Although just, I thought I liked my line about emojis are a passive aggressive's best friend yeah somebody tweet that real quick yeah Mm -hmm. and and emojis are passive aggressive's best friend okay hashtag um (laughs) okay and so i had just said what are some of our favorite moments of 2016 which by and large was really terrible but we're trying to we're (laughs) we're trying to pull out a little bit of positive from 2016 so, Travis, the first thing he said was being on the Phillips, Craig, and Dean tour. And then he's yeah. telling a really moving story that he's about to tell again. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, it was, was too really good. Moving. We can't, we can't yada yada over that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, I did this Phillips, Craig, and Dean tour in September, and which was great because, you know, I've loved them since the beginning of their careers. And I'm a sucker for Christian music, particularly from when I was young, like 80s and 90s, and right. I love it so much. So we did this tour. They were amazing. I love them. I think we're going to probably do some more dates this um, this year, but this next year. But So anyway, my 92-year-old dad, who had not been in uh, – I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought because <laughs> I just realized that my Neil Diamond story – about the orthodontist was totally lost. <laughs> and through me, I'm going to have to come back to that. We will. We'll get it. Listen. Okay. Sorry. We're not going to waste it. <laughs> okay. The Lord will redeem it all. The Lord will redeem um, it all. Okay. So anyway, my 92-year-old dad, who had not been in an airplane since the 80s, Looks literally, like the last on movie. airplanes in the 80s, right? Right. What? Couldn't people smoke on airplanes in the 80s? Wasn't there? Oh, yeah. Like the last time. Movie? Yes. Oh, and he smoked on an airplane in the 80s, yes. I can promise you. Hi. Um, and incidentally, the last time he was in a movie theater was on Golden Pond mm-hmm. in 1980, I want to say 80, also 80. That's um, such a so good movie. Mm-hmm. It's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. I have the sheet music to the theme song. Um, so he, as a surprise, on his 92nd birthday, my two sisters and one of my brothers-in-law flew my dad 
to Massachusetts and surprised me at one of my concerts with Phillips Craig and Dean. Like oh. I walked down, I, I, I went down the elevator of my hotel to go to lunch and there they stood in the hotel lobby. Oh, had they get, had, why were you, did, was it just coincidence or had they said like, had they somehow lured you down there? Well, my, okay. So my one, one of my sisters was coming and her husband, okay, I gotcha. knew they were coming. And so I was coming down to meet them and there was my other sister and my dad. And so he, I mean, he oh. didn't even have any concept of what an airport was like anymore. Like he oh. had no concept of post nine yeah. eleven security. Yeah. They treated him like a king. They, you know, they wheeled him around everywhere. He's such a cute old man and he's a World War II vet and he was a POW in the war. And so he was just doted on from beginning to end. And he, he traveled so great and he, it, it was just, it was such a sweet, sweet memory. Probably one of my favorite memories of 2016. That's so, a great, that's a great memory. It is a great memory. Did, yeah. you, did you cry when you saw him? I cried. Yeah. I mm-hmm, cried a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, I would. I would ball my eyes I would have cried. I would have cried if I had just seen you seeing him. I, oh, I would have. Yes, that would have pushed me over. That would have yes, pushed ma'am. me over the edge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was Massachusetts. I mean, like we were like in a in the, and not even like Boston. Like it was some small town, and they flew into Connecticut to Hartford. Want to wow. go to Hartford? Uh, yeah, Art Hartford. Hartford. And driven to uh, Massachusetts. Do you know that? Do you know that movie line? Want to go to Artford? No. <laughs> From what? It, it's Waiting for Guffman. I won't even go there. No, is it really a Waiting for Guffman? Where? Yeah. <laughs> Where? I'm supposed to know all Waiting for Guffman. He, he's talking about uh, uh, British, a- or, no, not British actors, br- good actors who always drop their H's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, want to <laughs> go to Artford? Yeah, okay. Want to yeah, go I got to Artford? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, not living this L O. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I watched parts of it not too long ago. It it never gets old. It never gets old. It never gets old. I think Christmas is calling for it this mm-hmm. year. It never gets old. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> Mel, what about you? What's a favorite? Twenty sixteen. I don't. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I've been sitting here trying to think. <laughs> the kitchen, America's kitchen. <laughs> America's kitchen has been a highlight. <laughs> Anything with the church? Any sweet moment with that? Or I I should have an answer for this. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like 2016 will definitely not rank as my favorite year. Um, But I don't know that there's like one standout moment necessarily. Um, I don't know. I'm next. Next in line. Anything, no, so a, anything like, you enjoyed in 2016? There's a yeah. soccer memory. Is yeah. there a yeah. soccer highlight? I and thank you, Trap. No, mm-hmm. there. I feel like there were a lot of fun things with Caroline. I mean, I don't know that there's just one. I feel like I'm loving, and y'all have them too. I love having a 13 year old. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I love this age. I love how funny she is. I love watching her play soccer and do what she loves. So I feel like it's been a good year in that way, and it's been a sweet family year. But I can't think of like one standout memory. I feel like there have been some great moments with the church and all that stuff, but I don't know. I can't, I'm, I'm just, I'm at a loss right now to think of like one, like highlight. I don't have like one pivotal moment. I don't feel like. Okay. That's how I feel. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to think if I come up with something, I'll let you know. I mean, there've been some 
good memories, but I can't think of like one specific thing right now. Well, and in fairness, I didn't really give anybody any advance warning on this question. I just thought of it a little bit ago and thought no. I'd ask. So what about you, Soph? Um, right. I don't know. I think um, there were some sweet moments with, with the senior girls who graduated last spring, I feel like, that I was really close to. And then, um, but probably like looking back, I think the one that I will that will probably be the most long-term special to me is was two weeks before mama died and of course we didn't know anything was wrong but um other than just her normal challenges but that my sister and I took her to a family reunion and then took her back through the community where she grew up and took her to the church where she grew up and where she and daddy got married and took her to the land you know where my grandparents had a farm and just that we got to do that and that she was so into it, you know, that she just narrated. And so I think I'm really like, that's, a, that's probably my favorite sweet moment. I'm so grateful that we got to do that and that it was such a fun day. You know, we took her to Sonic yeah. Happy Hour and got cherry limeades and, you know, just little things like that. But um, I'm really grateful for, for that. And um, I don't know, we had a fun football year. Um, That's what I was going to say. I loved watching that uh, yeah. transpire because Alex, you know, he's just like he's coming into it in this in in this age. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it is fun to watch. So, had a good football year and that kind of stuff. But um, I don't know. And I will say, like, even in the midst of all the sadness of the year, I was talking. I ran into three friends when I went to pick up lunch a little while ago from church, and one of them is going through a real difficult time. And we were talking about. Um, about just the kind of the ministry and the joy of seeing the body of Christ at work. And when you're on the receiving end of that, you realize it's a total game changer. And so I think for mm. me, it was such a sweet thing to just to feel so loved and supported. Um, I don't know for our family to feel so loved and supported just for the body of Christ to kind of rally like they did around us. I don't think I've ever experienced that like that as an adult. And so that was a sweet thing, even though it was a hard thing. That's sweet. That's um, good. And then I'm trying to think, as far as entertainment, any high points for y'all? Any entertainment high points? Anything you saw, heard? Um, well, we've talked about, I mean, This Is Us, to me, has changed my television excitement viewing. I still have not the... watched it. You I have... haven't either. Mm-hmm. No, stop. <laughs> Neither one of right. y'all have watched well, one listen, episode of This Is Us. That, it is everything I want in a show. Sure. But I missed like the first three or four. And so I have waited until oh, Christmas holidays. Yeah. Like next week, okay. I'm going to binge watch the whole thing. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now that y'all need to load up with some Kleenex because you are going to cry at every episode. It's the it's the best show that's been on television I mean, I don't want to say it's totally different than Friday Night Lights, but it I love it like I loved Friday Night Lights. Strong words. Well, I haven't, uh, I haven't seen Friday Night Lights, but is it like Parenthood? I can't even, Travis, I can't even. I, I feel Hold like Neil on Diamond just a second. Saving, Neil Diamond is all that's saving you right now. I don't Hold on. Wait a minute. You have, what? wait a minute. You have never seen Friday Night Lights. No. Uh, how did I not know this? I don't. I it's don't like know. you're a mystery to me now. <laughs> Listen, I literally never watched a drama on TV. Like I don't. I didn't do dramas. Like the last drama I watched before Downton Abbey and Parenthood 
was Dallas and not Slanding when they were running on primetime. I get it, because I was resistant to the drama for a long period of time. But No Travis... ER, no West Wing, no, none of that. I never watched any of that. Okay, Friday... I was a comedy guy, or reality. Yeah, right. And but... so, mm-hmm. it's hard for me, but when I, when I hit Parenthood, I was like, oh my gosh, this show is made for me. <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever seen. And, of course, Downton Abbey is like one of my, my all-time favorites. I think Mary Crawley is the most intriguing and best-written TV character in the history of TV. So but intriguing. Anyway, do what? She's so intriguing. Yeah. So intriguing. Mm-hmm. But this is us. I mean, it's everything, you know, that I would like in a drama, and I, I'm excited to jump into it. I just haven't yet. Well, you I, will love it. Yeah, and I'm the same. Like it's been on my. I've got them all saved on the on the DVR. I just I'm going to kind of hold on them as like for when I can watch them all at one time. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's. I can't even tell y'all. It's like everything. It's everything I love in a TV show because it's funny, but then it's dramatic and it tugs at your heart and it's relatable. It's just the acting is just unbelievably stellar it's just god so good i can't even tell you it's so good so that and the crown are my entertainment so i'm glad i don't have a real life highlight but i can give you two of my television highlights (laughs) for the year this is i don't want to say that i don't want to say that i'm dead inside but that may be a sign (laughs) that i am angela wants to watch the crown too she'll love the crown you'll like the crown it's good travis it's i mean if you like downton abbey you'll like the crown i'm sound like net Netflix recommendations now. Yeah. If you liked, then you will like. Then you will like. I'm trying to think. I mean, we haven't watched any TV except for like we just watch Chopped. Like I feel like we watch four, 14 episodes of Chopped a week. I don't know why. We just Do you like watch Chopped. Chopped Junior? No, because I don't want to see I don't want to see anybody's uh, adult kids chefs go- act like these things that kids are making with gummy bears and gravy taste good it doesn't there's no. it's bad hey, how about this? i don't want to watch kids cook i'm not no, at all either. interested in watching kids cook on a real life or a competitive <laughs> level there is nothing about that that interests me not one thing right not one thing oh but listen we went to one of the chefs from one of our favorite chopped judge is alex garnishelli is that how you say it yes garnishelli, garnishelli. With the long black hair. Mm-hmm. We went to her restaurant. We went to New York. We did that for our anniversary. Oh, fun. Okay. So we went up the first of September, first part of September. And then we kept it classy when we went, when I sang at Carnegie and the whole family went. Then we went to School of Rock, which was oh, but I bet that was good too. level than the color purple. But it was still fun. There's something about, you know, kids singing. I mean, we just ate it up. We loved it. Um... I was trying to think if I have any big entertainment, if I have any highlights. I can't, but nothing comes to mind. Didn't Dave Barnes come to your city or something this year? (laughs) (laughs) No, he didn't. Or he maybe he did, but we couldn't go. Um, Was this? No, that was last summer. I can't even. Did I even go to a live show this past year? I can't remember. I'm sure. I don't think. I don't remember that I did. I don't remember that you did. Y'all went and saw something. Oh, no, wait, what we did went y'all, to see Dave Barnes in. We went to see him in um, in Nashville. We went to see Garth Brooks. When was that? that was like last like, summer. Years ago? That was twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I was, a, it feels mm-hmm. like it was just three months. Ago. <laughs> it was just yesterday. Um, I'm trying to think. Like the egg ball was a whole bunch of fun this year. 
watching State beat Ole Miss was fun, just because we had not had a great season. That was a fun. That was a y'all fun beat day. the Aggies. Yeah, Guess we did what? beat the Aggies. Right. You beat the Aggies. We did. Let's but, just pull that out there. Let's just get it out there in the open. I know. But, Not, yeah, it's fine. Listen, it's fine, but it is it is what it is. Because it's too bad I can't list Aggie football. You know those three minutes that A&M was number four in the Texas <laughs> in the college football playoff rankings? That was a high for me. She's totally those, over it. She's not at all seconds. sad about it. <laughs> totally those three fine. seconds are right. <laughs> But I'll thoroughly enjoy watching Washington play in the playoff instead. <laughs> um, um, I'm, I'm trying to think. If, I'm sure there was something that I enjoyed. I'm able, I know to identify. Well, your whole Hamilton obsession. I well, mean, that yeah, wasn't. But yeah, that was that started the year with wasn't yeah, it right at I, the beginning of the year? For sure. With what? My Hamilton. Her Hamilton. Her Hamilton obsession. Yeah, I was deeply oh, yeah. obsessed with Hamilton. And, you know, was going and then Mama died and I couldn't go. And so, actually, a friend of mine asked me last night, she said, where are you in your Hamilton recovery? Because for, <laughs> for a while, I couldn't listen to it. Like, it was it was, it was tied up with too many things. And I said, I think I'm good now. I feel like I'm, I've, mm. I've come full circle. I feel like I'm okay with it. So, yeah, that was a highlight for sure. That was a fun that was a fun little thing to dig into. Travis, did you ever listen to it? Oh yeah, I okay. I had my obsession and then I thought you did. And then I Sorry, Hazel. somebody somebody called me and I, they said I, we're going to we know that you love Hamilton, we know you love theater. We're buying you Hamilton tickets. Stop. And when for when we go into for when we go to New York, the Carnegie and uh I said, you don't, you don't know what you're saying because of tickets, ticket prices. And they're like, we know what we're saying. We're doing it. Well, then it was literally sold out. There literally wasn't a ticket. Oh. There was, there was not a ticket. I, we only had like a couple of nights as options. And so wow. I almost got to go, but I didn't get to go. Mm, well, it would have been very memorable. meant to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you had gotten to go, it would have been a highlight for sure. The Battle of Yorktown. um okay well those are my those are my highlights apparently a road trip through south mississippi and hamilton and the egg bowl those are my three i can't even remember what happened this year if i'm being honest it just all goes by so fast it's a blur you know what else was a highlight was that jack transferred to union that's true oh i didn't know that Yes, so he went his first year to Wheaton. Yeah, loved some things about it, but in the in the big grand scheme and the pros and cons, he did not love being eight hours away, and he didn't love the frigid cold of the north. I can imagine. I can imagine. Okay, so he's close to home now. Oh, close like five minutes. Ah, that's so nice. I didn't know that. Well, happy congratulations. That's a huge highlight. It's a huge highlight, and I. He's he's such a good boy and he's such a good brother. I just you know his siblings just missed him at, at such a deep level. I don't know how to describe it. Aww. But when he came home, they've just been so so happy this year. So, oh, that's yeah. very fun. Yay, that's good. Conference. See, I had no idea. I know. I had no idea. I'm so happy for y'all. That's. I was just saying that in church yesterday. I was talking and I said that it's hard because Caroline being my only child where it's like I want her to go wherever God calls her to go and I want her to be brave and I want her to do all these great things I just want that to all take place while she's living next door to me as a grown-up you know like do all those things or just stay here yeah yeah 
Yeah, or just stay here and live with your parents forever. That'll be okay, too. And I don't want her to live with us, just next door. And I don't feel like that's too much to ask, really, in the whole scheme of things. I don't think it is either. And Mm -hmm. failure to launch, so be it. Just take out the trash on your way out. (laughs) Well, I'll be Um, fine. I'm very excited. I know I, I romanticize the trip. Like, we're going to... The boon tomorrow. I think I said this before. Our record was working. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. But yes. We're going that's to. Right. We're driving to Boone for for a few days for Christmas, which I'm so giddy about on so many levels. But I romanticize the idea of all of us being in the same car. Like today, I'm so excited about it because Jack is never in the car with us now. Lily drives, mm-hmm. so they're always driving. So all five of us plus my mother-in-law plus Flash will all be in the same car and. Today on this on this day, I'm so excited about it. So how Today, long will you actually get in the car? Yeah. You're very excited. And how long yes, will it when, be before the laughter stops? It'll be a couple. It'll be when we have to stop for the first meal. Okay. And I'll have to agree on where and what. Yes. And parceling out the amount of sugar and you know uh-huh. all that stuff. The balancing of it's Christmas. It's vacation. We should eat whatever we want. And but you need your body to work. And we need you to, you know, not, yeah, be. not come crashing down, not cannot yeah. have, we don't, we don't want to live through your sugar crash three mm-hmm. hours from right. now. Mm-hmm. But for today, I've got my playlist ready. I've got, you know, I've in the whole romanticizing of family experiences. I it's, I'm at my premium happy happiest waiting for this road trip tomorrow. <laughs> the, listen, the anticipation is so many times the, the very best part of the trip, you know, I mean, like, yeah. It's always or go, one of the best parts I go of the trip. Buy everybody, little five dollar Starbucks gift cards and so Look, you're such a good planner. <laughs> they, really uh, sweet. you know, we pass those out, and so it's fun. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, what about speaking of playlist, Christmas music? Anything this year new that you've loved? Well, it's hard to crack into my list. Right? Yes, I know you're very particular. I'm a straight up class mm-hmm. guy, but. There is someone that's been welcomed into my list this year, and that's Leslie Odom Jr. Is that uh, not that is such the most phenomenal? So good. It is so stinking beautiful. Like it is. It makes me so angry. Like <laughs> I stand on one foot and sing as loud as I can, and open my mouth like a pez. <laughs> my vibrato has to hit the outer regions of the Milky Way for me to even get through a song. Christmas song, and he just like it's like he's not even trying. It's like he's barely breathing. I mean, like it just pours it's out. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's crazy beautiful. How good it is. And it's it, very good. Just little tweaks. I, I don't know the terminology, but I, he just has the most interesting little things with the melody that aren't. Uh, it's phenomenal. Yes. yes, you're on it right there. He yes, really does. The, the mm-hmm. chord. The chord choices and uh-huh. the arrangements. It's just, I want, it made me want to do, like, I want to do a Loki Christmas record this year. I think I'm going to. Not really? Loki, like from the Avengers. Yes, well, not Loki. to be confused. Key. Although there could be a demand for there a Loki could, Christmas There could be album. a certain segment of the Marvel fan base, for uh-huh. sure. There, there might be. Um, y'all, I really hate to do this, but I have to leave to go pick up my child from school. Oh, it's 3.30. <laughs> it's that time. It is that time. So it's that time. It is that time. That time. It's time. <laughs> it's time for me to go. Okay. So, 
because guess what one of her highlights wouldn't be if her mom didn't pick her up from school the day that she had her algebra <laughs> and science final. Okay, I might well, be in a little bit of hot water. Neil Diamond, do you want to sing her out? You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen. <laughs> and those are deacons. <laughs> Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? <laughs> See, who needs Leslie Adam Jr.? That right there. Yes. That right. my Christmas. I would put that on my playlist. It's the marshmallow world in the city. <laughs> That's the only line of that one I even know. <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot. Like Christmas. <laughs> you hardly talk to me anymore. <laughs> when I come to the door at the end of the day. Listen, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. That, you know what my highlight in 2016? Right there. We just had it. <laughs> just hit it. Done and done. <laughs> done and done. No, oh, it's God. so fun. Okay, well, hey, I thanks for doing this. this. Well, Mary I feel slightly cheated. Can we do another one? Sure. Yeah. Anytime. Sure. I want to do another one soon. It's okay. so fun. Okay, we'll do it again. I know. I'm sorry I've got to go, but I will, uh, I'll talk to everybody soon. Okay. Thanks, y'all. Okay. Merry right. Christmas. Bye, y'all. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Bye.
As his mother held him closely, it was hard to understand that her baby, not yet speaking, was the word of God to man. He would tell them of his kingdom, but their hearts would not believe. They would hate him, and in anger, they would nail him to a tree.